good morning. It's April 14th, Maundy Thursday. Let's pray. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. This is the reading from Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy, because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me. The pangs of shale laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O oh Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O oh my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, even when I spoke, I am greatly afflicted. I said in my alarm, all mankind are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O oh Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maid servant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. This is the word of God. Glory be to the Father and Son and Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I open my heart now in praise of you, your goodness and kindness to us, your love for us, the words of your people. I thank you for this song that we might be consecrated unto you. That you would shape us and manifest in us you, Jesus. Thank you that you form me more and more after your image. That you care more about me than I care for myself.
that you love me more than I could have hoped, sometimes more than I want. But ultimately, I'm desperately grateful that you do. A reading from Matthew chapter 26, verses 1 through 56. When Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and plotted together in order to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, Not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why waste this? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him thirty pieces of silver. And from that moment he sought an opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go to the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. As they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, You have said so. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered him, Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, 
Truly, I tell you, this very night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter, the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a great crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Seize him. And he came up to Jesus at once and said, Greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you came to do. Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? At that hour Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But all this has taken place that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. The word of the Lord. Lord, we offer you ourselves this day for the work you want accomplished, for the people you want us to meet, for the word you want to be uttered, for the silence you want to be kept. For the places you want us to enter, for the new ways you want pioneered, go with us along the way, Lord, and enable us to realize your presence at all times and in all places, our loving Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, as we start this morning in a world full of turmoil, 
with hearts very much the same, at least at times. I ask for your presence this day in a way that would be unmistakable. That your presence would be my number one distraction in this day. That, um, that I would abide in you in ways that are life-giving and powerful, wonderful reminders of your love and your power and your strength and your goodness. That I'd find myself this day just thinking about you, reorienting toward the purposes you give me in this day. Help me yield to you, Spirit, as you lead, as you guide, ever so quietly and gently. Would you help me be awakened to your presence that I know is there? And yet I, I pray that I would abide in you as you abide in me. Remind me throughout the day that without you, I can do nothing. But in you, there is life eternal. There is peace and joy and strength. We pray for a deep humility. I pray it for myself. Lord, I, I am way too confident in my own Intuition and instincts humble me. I pray for those who have been humbled by the world, the flesh and the devil, the, those who have been ostracized, oppressed, as the Bible calls it, for the poor. We know there is a, a special place in your heart for those who have been beat up and battered by the fall, those who are on the margins. And so we pray for the same humility and hope and joy and relief. Pray for steady work for the poor and the needy to be seen and celebrated and empowered. And as prompted now, we, we pray for those who work in, in the, the financial sectors, in the financial industry. Lord, there is so much um, about money that gets us wonky. And I just pray that that folks who work in finance and, and banking and all those kinds of things would be incredibly wise and humble. They would see their great calling as stewards of, of, of the earth, stewards of resources. And they would help their clients and, um, and one another use those resources uh, in a way that would, would honor you. 
that it, it wouldn't just be about more for ourselves, but but create stability and um, again specifically for the poor and the oppressed. Lord, would we be a generous people? Would you help our financial leaders help us with that? Those who know the ups and downs of markets and and risks and and all that stuff, Lord, would you just help them lead us uh, in ways that are that, that that reflect your kingdom, your values? And we do pray for a steadiness in that world, that there would be security and generosity and um, and flourishing for all people. Lord, now I come to you with the good word that you say over us. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Amen.